Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. We have Deanna on with us today. Yay! <laughs> we we had uh, tried to have her on a couple weeks ago, and it. Oh shoot! Is that me? Oh my gosh! I'm like a beginner. What is this? <laughs> uh oh! Did I yeah. let down the whole thing, or we're good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, good. I want. I just wanted to make sure I didn't like <laughs> shut down the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, no, sorry about the echo, guys. Um, so we're really happy to have Deanna on. She is like Pinterest, Instagram mock-up queen, and uh, so I'm I'm excited to learn a lot today. And uh, I know Bree's been busy. Amy had a DoorDash disaster. <laughs> But we're all here. It's Monday. <laughs> um, well, do you guys want me to introduce myself first and start? Sure. Right. Okay. My my name is Helen Kinson, Merch Boss. And this week, um, it was a little bit of a short week for work-wise because um, it was my 10-year anniversary. So uh, we went, we had like a long weekend. We went to Charlottesville and went hiking and uh, went to a lot of wineries they have out there and, and had a nice, nice weekend. So now I'm back, back to work. Um, and I feel like every week I say something about Merch Wizards, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but again, there was another update. So it's going to be integrating with um, Orbit Kit soon. So I spent today um, updating my base and, and uh, starting to work on making sure I have the right niches and tags and everything for that. Um, integration so i'm excited about that who wants to go next i'll go all right <laughs> hi guys i'm brianna muller green co-owner of designfordollars.com and merch maverick here on the merch money show um yeah crazy week crazy week like sometimes i can't even remember what month we're in <laughs> um so valentine's day brought me back like okay we're in february we're good <laughs> um <laughs> uh we had an active week with um luna we'd been working on a spare bedroom for a long time we're in transition mode from you know little girl room to big girl oh. room and trying to get a space for my for me right i'm like always floating around today i'm on the couch you know sometimes <laughs> i'm in the basement so i needed my space back um so we've been working on that and um and then as far obviously as print on demand um i am literally obsessed with data <laughs> and so the pod directory the ultimate oh, that was awesome oh my god <laughs> I just, I needed it for myself, for my sanity, because I kept feeling like I would find another pod and I'm like, ooh, this is cool, you know, shiny objects, like, what can I sell here? And it, there just wasn't any way to organize it. And um, I don't know, I just feel like it's going to be a really cool way for us to um, search and filter by, you know, let's say you're looking for one that um, integrates with Etsy. You can just go over to the table and search. Um, there's a filtering system there. Oh my God. Filter so by good. Etsy integration, and then it shows you all of your options. And then we have the link set up so you can just pop right out. We got to um, add that to the unit because I keep referring everybody to that like old printful. Um, yes, yes. So. Yeah, so originally, printful had had, or 
place it. I think it was place it. Oh, had, had a cool air table set up with maybe 10 pods. And that's when I was like, man, but there's like 80, a hundred that yes. I could readily, you know, access. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started with that. I started with that idea. And then I started to think like, what else do we need though? I wanted to search by like organic and sweat wicking and like, I want to get real specific. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this is going to enable us to do is, is just, it's going to make it quicker when we're trying to decide. Sweat wicking. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's good for like sports yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Athletic stuff. Like if you're uh -huh. all about wanting to do whatever, backpacks, now you can search in the directory for who supplies backpacks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I need that link in my life. That yeah. would be really, really useful. I was going to say, I can't drop it on here, but of course, I'll just put it on my page, guys, and you can, it's free. Um, you can and just, just uh, message me and I'll, uh, I'll put it in the uh, description after this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's up, updated. Literally our employees are updating it daily because we just keep encountering, you know, or, or they're changing product lines mm -hmm. and we're just trying mm -hmm. to keep it real time as we can. And you're going to be interviewing um, people that are leading all these different pods, right? Yes. Yeah. We have a lineup. We're calling it Pod Spotlight. And I know that I'm super chatty and you can't shut me up. So we're trying to keep it to 20 minutes. And I successfully did that. on the first Nice. Um, but yeah, a lot of the pods are agreeing to do like a Q&A. And so everything from, you know, we can ask them like, what's your turnaround time? Like, how do you handle returns? Uh, what are your your coolest products that you offer? And so these will be like little 20 minute blips about each pod. So you can make a better, more informed decision directly from the owners or the reps. That is Mouths. so awesome. Yeah. That should be, should be uh, a valuable tool that, you know, we're, we're going to just keep around for access. Thank, thank you for doing all that and helping yeah. to put a name to the you know, face to the name, to the company. and Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's one other thing I want to mention because I, it freaked me out when I saw an email reminder because I was like, oh, my gosh, how is it almost time for me to go to Los Angeles? Oh so gosh. it's like less than 20 days, I think. I don't know. I better look at the calendar. I think it's March 8th. So anyway, if you're in that area, um, I'll get to meet my own business partner Aaron for the first time face to face. Yay. We've built D4D and we've never even met. Um so have you met um, Duncan? No. No, oh just on the show so and you know, like this in this format. Well hopefully we can I gotta talk to you guys uh, about May. I want to do the Ohio meetup again in May. I'm gonna be there um for my sister's graduation anyway. So we're down. Yeah. Like, I think Dennis doesn't live that far. I forget but and I will probably just, you know, if it's spring or summer, I'll just put the whole family in the glamper nice. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll show up. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Amy? Yeah. So, hey, Amy Springer, known as Merch Marvel on the show. Because Look at that mic. I know. I got a, I got a cool little, like, That's boom mic. Whoa. Isn't that yeah. awesome? So my husband, we, we never like, we never do the Valentine's Day thing because we always like just buy for each other throughout the year. We see something they might like and just like, here, babe. Well, he surprised me this Valentine's Day with a pretty cool mic. And it's really sweet because it's nice that he's so supportive and stuff. Did I freeze up? No, you're perfect. I okay. My whole screen just froze. Weird. <laughs> anyway, 
So I've got this cool, I feel so professional right now on this little YouTube channel. Yay! <laughs> um, as for my week, I've been relisting a lot of stuff and it's been pretty exciting because they're like, they're selling. I, I know like Helen, she's like, I know I'm always talking about Merch Wizard. Well, I kind of am too because it's pretty <laughs> flipping amazing. So Heck yeah, Warren's talking about. It's, it's like, amazing because it's like I've done Merch for three years or however long and now it's just like so much, so much better. Yeah, the the whole like workflow is so much more efficient. Yes. What would we do? Can you imagine I don't going know. back? It's like well, now I'm excited because Brie has this amazing air table full of pods that I'm just like, okay. Oh, I'm ready for the a, next thing. You go on a wild rabbit trail with that thing. <laughs> you gotta talk to Orbit Kit and be like, okay, so you have seven or whatever it is. We need <laughs> eighty more. Yes. Three other ones. I'll I'll uh, I think it's uh, Jeff is uh, one of the owners of Orbit Cat. I'll have to say, hey, Jeff, we have the other 88 ready for you guys when you're, when you're ready to integrate. <laughs> Too funny. That could I be one of the questions you ask is during each spotlight. By the way, would you like to integrate with? Uh, oh, of course. I'm, I'm always like, um, are you going to have an Etsy integration? Um, are you going to have this integration? <laughs> I love it. So hey, that's how you make moves, right? Like, yeah. Oh, exciting this year. Yeah. Sorry, Amy, we interrupted you like 10 <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's fine. My, I feel like whenever I like talk about my week, I'm always like, I always have just a little bit, you know? So it's yeah. cool. Other than that, it's just KDP. I've been um, applying some really cool keyword tech tips that I've learned from a Jacob Bates and nice. I don't know like all of a sudden my newer stuff is selling quickly and consistently so it's just very exciting I love pod yay I love pod and I love all the different people because like you said like you learn something from Jacob you learn something from RJ you learn something from you know from all of us like you put it all together and it's exactly like you know you chew the meat you spit out the bones because there's some of that but for the most part, this community has so much value and it doesn't even matter what tier you're at. There are people in the lower tiers that have incredible insights into marketing and research and things like that. Like listen to what people say, but I know like it's important to not to like when you listen to too much stuff, yeah. it kind of can be yeah, paralyzing. Yeah, you just like, so. implement bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, and then there's stuff like Rick with all his like um, keyboard shortcuts and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I need to learn all this. I need to learn that too. Oh my God. And I, there's so many little things like that. We're getting spoiled. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, Deanna, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, well, just introduce yourself. And um, we usually just say something that we're, we've been working on this week or something we're proud of that happens. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my name is Deanna, and I have been doing freelance. Um, I actually started, well, I still do freelance writing, and then I added freelance social media to it a couple years ago. But all in all, I've been doing it for about eight years. Um, and within the last two years, it's become my full-time job. So, so um, exciting. Yeah. It was just a little bit over a year ago that I kind of found my – my niche for social media marketing, which was the print on demand company mm -hmm. um, people, because I saw a um, article or a video from Side Hustle Nation about 
print on demand and about Amazon merch um, specifically. And so I got interested in it, signed up for it. It took months to get in. So I kind of forgot about it. And then when it popped back up and I started looking into it and started doing it, it was so much fun and it's a great creative outlet. And when you've already, you know, know some computer stuff that, you know, it helps. But I quickly figured out through the groups that lots of people did not really needed help with the social media aspects. And I found myself direct messaging people all the time with how to do this and how to do that. And, and people started asking me, well, can you just do this for me? <laughs> so, and I was like, I do actually do this for a living. So then we just kind of went from there. That's awesome. And I love that where it's like, sometimes you're in, you know, working for yourself for a long time and then you finally like find your way, like <laughs> find yeah. what you you really like. I know I've done that too, where it's like, you know, I start with FBA and then you just kind of like go along until something works. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was in like a holding pattern because I had so many clients and you can only work with so many people at, at once. There's just not enough hours in the day. And that's when um, Tony from uh, Merch Empire, or what was he called? Um, I don't know. I just Jersey guys? Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the Jersey Boys. That's yeah. I, I, say, I always call them that. That's not their name. But now they're doing something with call centers. So I always like, call him Anthony. So I'm like, yeah. oh, Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony Busiglio? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I was talking to him because I was doing work for him. And I was like, yeah, I can't take any more people, though. And he was like, well, then start hiring people. And I was he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> he's awesome with, like, yeah. pushing people to do, like, what he's, he's good at seeing, like, what's what's a good way to go and, and kind of mm -hmm. giving the people confidence to go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I talk really changed everything. So awesome. Well, I talked to Anthony about um, Pinterest cause he, you know, he was working on it for a while and I wanted to do um, like the Pinterest uh, working directly with Pinterest and, and they do like the ads for you and do all this stuff. And he's like, no, don't do that. He's like, you got to work with Deanna. <laughs> Yeah, so I sat on that call. Tony or uh, Anthony um, wanted to uh, do that too, and he kept the email from them. We set up the call. He wanted me to sit in and listen on it, and um, it quickly became apparent that you—they don't expect your Pinterest ads to do very well unless you are literally spending like thousands of dollars on them. Yeah. So, and you actually can get a fair amount of traffic organically. Um, you know, and for print on demand with the margins being so small, it doesn't make sense to spend that much money on ads and right. the Amazon ads are a much better deal money wise, you know, how much they yeah. cost. So, but yeah, we sat on that, that call. That was, um, interesting because then once they found out he didn't want to spend that much, they didn't even want to talk to him anymore. So really? Yeah. yeah. See, I, he told me, but did he try it? I thought he at least tried it. Didn't he? Well, he, he set up the meetings with them. Oh, but he didn't actually do any of the ads. Yeah. Well, I actually did the ads, but I only did it for two days. And um, it was just terrible because I thought like, because I had run ads on my own through Pinterest and they had done fairly well, like not quite as good as AMS, but pretty well. And and because the pin gets repinned, it's one of those things where it's like it gets sales down the road. So I was okay with it being like a little worse than AMS. But um when they did the ads for me, the results were so much worse than when I did them for myself. 
Yeah. I'm like, what did you do? Like, how did you mess that up? <laughs> you they, could no. see, they could see the ads I had done before. I'm like, worst case, you could have just kept doing the ads I already was doing. Like, how did you make it so much worse? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, never mind. Yeah, they're like the experts at trying to get you to spend more money on ads. I so, I'm like, you did like worse than I've ever, like even at the beginning when I first did ads, I'm like, this is, I've never had this better result in my life. Yeah. So, um, yes, I, I did it two days. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. And then, and then I contacted you and I'm like, all right, Anthony, you're right. Deanna was way better. <laughs> So well, tell tell them a little bit. So 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 Anthony got you to, uh, but didn't you already have the company, or you started it right when you talked to Anthony? Well, I did, but it was just me by myself. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, so, yeah, it was just me by myself, and I had enough people to do it part time, um, and I started working only drop down to part time employment. Um, and but once I expanded the business by hiring other freelancers to work uh, under me, then suddenly I I quickly had enough uh, income coming in that I could stay home full time. So then I just <laughs> kind of the the company went from just me by myself to being an actual um, an actual or um, LLC type uh, corporation with taxes and all that good stuff, and I. 1099 employees and I've got mm, I think we have 10 right now um, freelancers who are trained and and work with me and I I've only hired women <laughs> so it is, uh, it's just kind of our mission it's kind of just kind of part of our vision or mission statement is to to help and empower women to either work from home work part-time or just supplement their income um, through doing um, VA stuff social media stuff things like that but they could do from home. Awesome. Well, I'm so proud of you that you you did all this. Like, had you ever run um, like a company before or, or been a manager or anything? Yeah. So my um, previously, um, I worked at a startup healthcare company mm -hmm. that um, I worked for them for about eight years, seven or eight years. And it went from not even being open yet to having millions of subscribers wow. within that eight years. And I worked in the sales department and I think I started out as a marketing assistant. And when um, I left the company, I was director of inside sales. Wow. And they got bought by another company. So awesome. So that's really good experience to see that whole progression. And wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And then we used to start up little smaller divisions of ourselves in other states. And um, so, how big was the sales force? Was that like mainly you that did that that got it so big? Um, so it depends on. Um, so, so there's inside and outside sales. The outside sales okay. people, you know, go and meet with people one on one, right. get them signed up for the health and care insurance, and the inside sales people do or like our, our call center uh, people um, that take all the calls and because it was a Medicare Advantage insurance company, we could only sell during part of the year. So part of the year mm -hmm. we were super busy and mm -hmm. the rest of the year we were not, not, you know, just getting ready for that busy time for next year. Yeah. 
So we actually had to use temps to run most of the call center. And I had to, I had to rehire and retrain different people every single year. Oh, so that's Um, such good practice. That's great experience that you hired and trained because that's, that's what you need to do if you're for all these, are, are they mostly VAs that you've hired or are they people that you know, or. Yeah, I just started out with um, keeping it simple and reaching out to the people that I already knew. Um, and I also got like some referrals from clients who said they knew someone that wanted to do nice. it. And um, there's a wide variety of backgrounds. I've got um, people who are um, graphic designers uh-huh. as their normal job, photographers, um, a lot of people in creative type industries and several stay-at-home moms that don't have another job. This is their uh-huh. job. The extra income um and what else i don't know there's that so is, many <laughs> that's great well I, that's an amazing story so well let's back up a little bit and talk about um how you got into the marketing side of it so you you got into merch you were doing merch and then um i guess how did you start doing pinterest and instagram um so when i was um when I was no longer working at the healthcare company, I was a real estate agent for a while. And um, because of, you know, having shaky income, I wanted a second income. So I started doing the social media on the side and I started doing it um, through gig sites like fiverr.com and freelancer.com places like that. And I got a, and I, I did a couple of videos about this in my group by, I just kind of had this way of since you you're you're supposed to keep your clients on the <laughs> platform, but I kind of had this rule. If I was working with someone and we had done like three months or so of work together, I felt like the website got their cut, you know, then I would contact them outside of there and say, you know, I'll give you a discount if you just go directly through me from now on. Mm-hmm. So I started building up clients that way first. And then um after oh and i went to some local events too local networking stuff and chamber of commerce events and things like that oh good i i used to go to chamber of commerce all the time as a when i was a loan officer but i haven't really done it since then do you still do that or because I, I feel like it would still be helpful i don't know why i don't do it yeah i mean i think it could be and even if for doing it for print on demand because um you could offer to design their shirts and give them the special, you know, give them the backdoor link. Um, yeah. On Amazon or one or a cheaper uh, uh-huh. source. Um, you know, that stuff's pretty expensive. I had, I was in charge for a couple of years of buying the promotional items mm-hmm. for the company and it, that stuff's it's, it's cheap only if you buy it in huge quantities, right? Smaller right. businesses that want to buy a smaller amount are kind of stuck. They either have, they either have to spend a huge amount of money to get a huge amount of products they don't need, or right. they're just out of luck because nobody will do like 10 shirts for them. Right. So I think you could get a lot of um, uh, independent contractors, especially like mm-hmm. loan officers, real estate agents. A lot of those people go to the Chamber of Commerce and yeah, yeah they would need much smaller quantities. So they would, would probably rather buy from you. Yeah. Well, let us know, guys, if any of you guys do that, right? Put in the chat or let us know or if you're thinking about it because local merch is a great opportunity and that, that's definitely a good way. Um, I also used to do B&I groups. I don't know if anybody's done those, but yep. those are helpful. 
it's um, crazy like how wide it can be like just like local merch i mean it, that's almost limitless who would have ever thought about doing something like that to yeah. get potential mm -hmm. clients for local merch that's amazing yeah. you think about it too you could really even niche down like let's say you are um, well connected in the music scene or something in a certain mm -hmm. area or you know uh active in pta or whatever and have a lot of other parents or teacher friends and you know that's a really good way to even tap into areas that you're comfortable with and know that there's a need for it you know yep definitely and if you if you design your own shirts and you do a lot of that stuff like i know amy does a lot of you know designs her own stuff um again especially the smaller businesses and the independent contractors they can't afford to pay an agency who would want hundreds or even thousands of dollars to to make them a t-shirt design you know mm -hmm. um but you and them could probably work out a price that you would be more than happy with but it'd be way less than if they went to a one of the bigger companies um which deanna i have a question about that too um i've done very little um local merch and and you know, my question, I guess, is that, you know, when, when you talk to a lot of local people, do you feel that they're actually like, whoa, like they, they don't even know what we're capable of helping them with? You know, do they really oh, even grasp yeah. it? Like you probably have to really introduce them to, no, it's really this easy. This is what we can accomplish for you. you yeah. Know? In fact, I have not been to the chamber in a while and I'm planning on, um, I'm planning on rejoining it soon. Um, but I was thinking for the um, like real estate people, since I used to be an agent, it, I kind of think about that stuff. But, um, you know, they give gifts to people when they do closings or they have vendors they work with. You, They could even do gifts. You know, you can do it so that it can have customize it, put their names on it, um, either through Amazon or some of the other PODs make it a little bit easier to do customized ones. Um, yeah, like I'm thinking about when I, when I purchased a house, there was like a housewarming gift that someone left. Mm -hmm. So a whole business related at, and like how cool would that have been? And my last name was printed on it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. like pop sockets, I'm sure loan officers or, or, or whoever, real estate agents would want those because it's like if the person yeah. uses it, it's right there on their phone every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. things like that, sometimes, I mean, if, unless you can buy tens of thousands of them at a time, they do, the basic cost of them is like 10 to $14. Right. Before you even print anything on them. It's it's only, that kind of stuff is only cheap for businesses when they're purchasing a really huge quantity. Right. So the idea is to go for smaller people. And that's kind of how I did my company too. We only plan on working with extremely small, like what I call micro-sized businesses that are like 10, 15 employees or less and independent contractors and mm -hmm. which is still so significant it is because it's like the majority of our economy in the u.s is small business yep. and yeah. isn't that crazy when you think about it yeah yeah and there's there's not a lot of people that cater to them people quickly want to leap forward and get the bigger accounts and the mm -hmm. smaller people get left behind I think about my own family's brick and mortar business and like, let's say advertisement. It was not that long ago that the only options were the local newspaper or the local small time cable channel. Like that was it. And I can remember like it was yesterday. Now think about all of those things that you can bring to these 
mom and pop stores and brick and mortars and chiropractors and dentists and you know, oh, yeah. what we can do. It's really interesting too how much it's changed just in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, because when I first started, it was like website, website, website. If you don't have a website, why are you even in business? And now your social media account is way more important than your website. <laughs> and some businesses don't even, I don't plan on making a, a website for our company. We have landing pages and we have Facebook groups and we have, we have that kind of stuff. But I, you know, people want to connect with you more. They don't want to just land on a static website anymore. Um, unless it has something useful, like a good, really good blog or, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, people are much more likely, especially middle aged to younger people all want to do social media now. So, and Instagram's quickly becoming just really, really important and significant in marketing. Yeah, let's talk about Instagram. Tell tell us a little bit about how you got into that and and what you what your need what you have found business needs to be like what you've helped them with. Um, yeah, so I was writing down some things too. Um, but more and more people are so if I keep looking off to the side, yeah, that's down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, more and more people are actually purchasing things um, on Instagram now, and there are some ways, and a lot of people don't realize this especially in print on demand but you can there are ways that you can product tag your images make it so there's a clickable link to your images um it used to be you had to have 10,000 or more followers in order to get a clickable link on your story posts now you can put a clickable link on your story post or your regular feed posts no matter how many followers you have but you have to take all these steps to do it and they don't advertise it um, so I find that when I do it for myself, I every time I put a new product up and it has the product tag where you can just click on it and go buy it on your phone, I immediately get five or more direct messages. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know anything about Instagram, so I'm definitely one of those people that'd be like, how do you do that? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, businesses were, um, unless they were, unless unless they were really, really all about their website and they had one link where they could direct people to, Instagram wasn't that great for them because there was no way to send them to your 59,000 individual Amazon links, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so, but now you can do that. And um, I would say this last, in the past 30 days, I looked and 65% of my merch sales were all from social media wow that's huge yeah that's my and the way i guess it because there's no you don't get the back end um you know information right for, right for amazon but it was so 65 percent of my shirts or more were ones that i specifically had posted within those 30 days on my instagram and and or the person who bought it sent me a message literally that says, I just bought two. <laughs> That's how you get them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, two more, you know. <laughs> so which is great because then when they get the shirt, they're all excited. They put it on, they take a picture, they link, they tag you in it. Um, so That's then amazing. you're just free advertising to all their um people. So well wow. how it Helen, this is perfect. Like the timing of this is perfect. I was messing around in my Instagram account earlier and got it connected to my Shopify store. Yep. <laughs> and so it was like, 
oh, I have a clickable <laughs> product on yeah. Instagram. And I, just, I, was in a, I was in a meeting with the guys and I'm like, no, look, look. I'm like holding it up to the camera. I'm like, you see, you can click on the picture and it goes right to the product. That's so amazing. it's funny because I think that's something else that, um, that maybe we don't appreciate is that it stuff happens so quickly. Like yeah. you said, like it's not even widely advertised that you can do right. these things yet. You got to get in there and we got to do it. it right now while it's still new enough. That, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I know a lot of people are already doing it, but still like. Exactly. But when you think about how many people don't, don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so like a lot of people that I know now know that it happens because they watch right. people do it, but right. that, but still there's so many people out there that don't know, just like with the merch in general. Yeah. Um, I posted yeah. on my personal Facebook page um, my son's artwork and he had made it, uh, he's 11 and he's actually like incredibly talented already. And he made a design and I put it on a shirt and um, a lot of the parents were asking me, how did you get your kids artwork on the shirt? And, and, you know, and, and you can sell it on Amazon. How'd you do that? And through talking to them, I realized how many people actually think that Amazon themselves has all those billions of products. Yeah. They don't know. Because it comes to the Amazon box and everything. Like, oh no. No idea that that stuff is FBA and merch. They have no idea that that's even going on. They just assume everything comes from Amazon and that Amazon sourced it, owns it, whatever, you know? So it's pretty. I didn't realize, like I was just saying, I'm like, I've got to sign, I've got to sign up with you to have you do Instagram for me because there's, it's just never gonna happen if I do it. But as soon as I was thinking that, I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe I didn't put your links in the description. I had it, I had it all perfect, and then we didn't do the show two weeks ago, and then today I was like, oh okay, I'll, I'll do a new one. I don't know. I'm so sorry. So as soon as the show's over, I'll put all her links in. <laughs> But it, can they get to it? Just It's just social. What is it again? Tiny site? Yeah. So we have a Facebook page. It's tiny site social media. My group is actually just called social media for small businesses. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put all the links, but yeah. keep going. I don't want to interrupt, but I was just like, I was about to tell everybody to make sure they <laughs> sign up. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't think I put it in there. <laughs> and usually, and you know what, we'll get them and I'll do like, I'll share a replay around everywhere mm -hmm. where we can um, put the links yeah. in there as well. Yeah, no yeah. problem. But that, that's amazing. So do you run people's Instagram for them or do you, what do you do exactly? So um, and a lot of the clients that come to us um, don't even have an Instagram site. So we'll start the whole thing from scratch um, or they had one that, what, even, I know, like that you're saying that because I'm definitely one of those. People. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Instagram too is so different from Pinterest. So in my experience, the, the two best platforms for social media for your print on demand is Pinterest and Instagram. Instagram is for, I like, have one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Pinterest is for long-term sales and hoping that, you know, using all the right keywords, people will find your um, pin in searches for years to come and Instagram is more like right now um, somebody who's an impulse buyer sees a shirt that they like and they're gonna buy it that second um, which is why it's so important to have the product tags because if you don't they have to leave that post go to your bio click on the link you, you know it's yeah it's, it's the, old, the old passion. that's why I didn't do yeah. it because I couldn't like in the beginning I was like I don't understand how this is gonna be helpful like 
I don't know. People always found a way even back then, but yeah, yeah I, they I used kind of to figured have to out caption everything like, Hey, do you like this? Check out the link in my bio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have to do that anymore. And, um, I have like a personal Instagram, but I don't have business. So when you do business, do you set it up like different niches or, or do you, yeah. how does that work? So I, I, I have one or two clients who don't, who stick to the general t-shirt okay. idea and just do kind of a general fashion account with heavy emphasis on the, on their t-shirts. But really the, um, and one of those actually does do pretty well, but it, but most of the time I would say it's heavily, heavily niche based. Okay. Um, so the large, I have multiple Pinterest or Instagram accounts and okay. I have one that's just for my St. Louis um, shirts. So mm. since I live in St. Louis, I tend to have a lot of St. Louis based shirts. So I made a whole Instagram account just for that. That's awesome. Um, See, I don't have a single Virginia shirt or, <laughs> or Woodbridge shirt. Yeah. Well, at the time when I signed up too, there weren't that many St. Louis shirts on Amazon. Uh -huh. And um, now there's quite a few. Now there's, so there's a couple other uh, merch by Amazon people in St. Louis, apparently, because now there's a bunch more. But um, I got a lot of sales on my St. Louis shirts in the, in the beginning because there weren't that many That's out awesome. there. But yeah, so that, that kind of niche down. So either by location or by hobby. Um, so my other kind of business that I also do is reselling um, clothing and things like that. Mm -hmm. I have a Instagram account for that. That's actually my largest account. Interesting. And I post mostly related shirts related to that, that, that niche. And mm -hmm. I also talk about writing and stuff. So I have some, write, you know, some okay. other shirts that I post on there, but for the main part, the closer you can stick to an aesthetic, mm -hmm. you know, a certain look, and a certain topic, the easier it is to get followers because they land on your Insta. If they see one picture they like and they click on your little photo, that brings them to all your all your photos. Yeah. If they if they can't tell right away what you're going to be posting every day, they won't follow you. Right. Because you're just kind of noise, you know. Yeah. So, but if they can tell right away that you are into fabric or yarn or horses or whatever it is that you're, mm -hmm. you're showing about. So, so it does kind of take someone who goes deep into a niche to yeah. be really good on, um, on Instagram, but I have seen general shirts work out. <clears throat> but how many shirts do you like, let's say you have like 20 t-shirts in a niche, like, is that enough or how many do you need? Like, do you need to do different shirts every day or do you do like other kinds of posts that are not shirts or so? you want to do rough there's like the 80 20 rule that applies to so many things in our lives you uh -huh. want to do approximately 80 percent sharing and 20 percent selling okay so you're not going to be just posting pictures of your shirt every day you'll be posting uh -huh. related to um to that niche so if you if it's if it's a certain let's say they're boxer uh dogs uh -huh. um or pit bulls you have a, like a pit bull niche and even if you only have 15 shirts to start with or whatever. It's going to take you a while to build your base audience. Uh -huh. So, so I, I actually say the sooner, the better, if you only have five shirts, but you know, you're going to be making more, mm -hmm. go ahead and open the account and start working on it. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking for myself. Sorry. These questions are like, yeah. and the <laughs> like asking for a friend. 
Deanna, <laughs> what is your opinion on also like um, when when you're sharing, at least in my limited experience with it, I have found um, that the interaction and the followers increase pretty dramatically when I use like memes, things <laughs> that like crack everybody up that are within the niche, you know, yeah. like I'm in the, I'm in the motorsports. So it's all about, you know, motors and trucks and mudding and all that. Is that Instagram, something else? Yeah. Even, even though Instagram is known for being the beautiful photo place, just like any other social media <laughs> account platform out there, memes and jokes and quotes still reign supreme. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't get around them. And when I, do, I have one account um, that we have a pretty good look going and in order to keep with that same look when we see funny jokes and things i just take i just create i just remake them in a you know open up a graphic like a template template. yeah like a template that i do for all the quotes so all our quotes look the same so it's a joke that we found but instead of just sharing that picture as it is we just remade it so that it's more branded and it you know fits with all the other pictures it doesn't stand out um awesome there's things you can do like that so a lot of the time you actually you can if it's if it's a niche that you're into you might have a lot of photos but if it's not which is more often the case you can um search for popular photos on on instagram you can reshare them um there's like a couple apps to help you do it faster what are those apps by the way because i was just going to ask you like if all right do you use tailwind or what do you use um i don't i tailwind for both Instagram and Pinterest is funny because I actually, I recommend it to people all the time, but I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used it and I really like it. I mean, I love it. I just, I, I've been bad with it lately. So I using yeah. it is like, uh, not exactly right this second, but I used to use it all the time, like religiously every single day. And I never used the Instagram side of it. I don't even know if they had it. Yeah. So, but it see it seems like you can just post it to Instagram and then from Instagram it posts to Pinterest or something or yeah, I they, don't have know. Of, they have a lot of integrations like that. They also have it set up so that like let's say you just want to spend one hour a week on the photos. You just want to do yeah, it. That's what I would want to do. You don't want to get on every day. Right. Um, no. it, it automatically posts them and it automatically looks at like the best times and it's got yes. a lot of great features. I actually really, really do like Tailwind. The only reason I don't use it is because as someone who has so many accounts, mm-hmm. it's not it's not feasible for me because it's per account. the The cost for it is per account. Oh, got and, it. Okay. And the free, um, the little taste they give you for free is not enough. You really need the paid account to do everything. Yeah. And yeah. If you have fifteen accounts plus you manage a hundred other accounts. It's you can't. Well, Teresa had a great idea. She, we had her on a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, about Pinterest and I was telling her like, you know, I'm starting a brand and doing all this stuff and you know, I want might want to start a Pinterest account that's more niche specific because the one I have right now is just general. And she had a good idea where I could just do a joint board. So mm-hmm. I could still use Tailwind and pin it and it's actually getting pinned to my individual one because it's a joint board. Yeah, and the um, the other good thing about Tailwind is they make it really easy to find and join and create and manage. Yes, people are still, even though I'm not that active, people are still asking to join my tribes. They're still yeah. asking to join my boards. Yeah. Um, so, so. so yeah, I do recommend that for people um, that wanted that want to do the social media on their own, um, but don't want to do it every day. <laughs> um, okay. Deanna, quick question then. So if if 
with Tailwind now that you can utilize it for Instagram. Mm -hmm. If you have it set up so that the um, Instagram post is going to push to Facebook, that should all work together, right? Like schedule it on Tailwind. Mm -hmm. And then as it's posting on Instagram, it should go to your connected Facebook page. Yeah, and you can actually connect it to your Facebook right from Instagram too. Um, Instagram to Facebook, I'm okay with. I don't like it so much to- The post, other way? Well, to post the same content to all your social media platforms at the same time on the same day because yeah, that's then true. people are like, why am I following our three different places? <laughs> I'm just doing the same thing three different times. So I kind of like to stay, but the Tailwind, I think lets you schedule that kind of thing. Yes. So you can kind of rotate it around. But it's gonna but, be um, best for just one yeah. account. Right. Yeah. So the only thing, so then the only drawback of using an automated system or a semi-automated system like that for perfect for Pinterest in every way, but for Instagram, the huge missing piece that most people don't have is the time to do the, the um, engagement because Instagram is all the time cracking down on third party apps, comment pods, buying likes like everything that people can think of to try to get thousands of followers real fast they try to stop it as soon as possible so as soon as something new starts trending like the comment pods that were really popular for a while they're still a little bit popular but people are noticing they don't work as well anymore because instagram has built an algorithm to figure out when people are are using them and then they hide your posts so or suspend mm -hmm. your account. so um to get an organic following you really have to engage with the community so you have to like other people's photos you have to leave real comments not blanket mm -hmm. a hashtag with automated content uh comments but you know comment on their stories things like that because um instagram learns just like you know kind of like well you know facebook owns instagram so of course they're going to use the same tactics but it learns who you are, what you share, and what people are interested in that you share over time and over your use of the product. So if you don't ever comment on other people's stuff and they're not commenting on yours, the chances of them even seeing your content go down exponentially. Mm -hmm. You start commenting back and forth to each other. Now every time you post, it's going to go straight to the top of their you know, list when, they, when they're looking. You know, um, Deanna, you made me think of a couple of case studies that I read, and I can't remember the percentages, but I thought it was really amazing that they all kind of reiterated exactly what you're saying right now. And it was, um, I think what they did was they set out and said, okay, every day I'm going to follow 100 people and see what happens. And then I'm going to comment on 100 posts and see what happens. And then I'm going to share or whatever, you know, they went, mm -hmm. they went through methodically and every single piece that brought you up that ladder of you putting in just a little more effort brought back statistically that that much more in, in followers and interaction on, on their account. It was crazy. It was yeah. Cool. How, like, how long does it take to to build a following doing those kinds of? Um, well, it obviously depends on the the topic. Yeah. Um, and and what photos and what look you end up going for, whether it catches on and things like that. Um, <clears throat> I but, think you're blown away even just starting, right? Yeah. Like even just Amy, like if you just started one, 
it blew me away. And I'm not, you know, there's a lot to do to grow it. But even just those yeah. first couple of weeks, just putting in a little bit of like, yeah. like and share. Yeah, like, holy I, cow, how are these people yeah. following me already? This is awesome. See, like on my, on my, my regular Instagram account is pretty easy because it's very fluid. You know, I'm out of, I'm already following people I want and it's just easy to interact that way. But I have played around with the idea that maybe it's time that I make some more niche specific Instagram accounts so I can start marketing that way. And, uh, I find it's easiest. Like if you set a goal, once you start seeing about how many followers you get a day or a week, start making a goal that you're going to get that plus five or whatever per day. And you have to go on and spend time on the site in order to get so like if I have a goal that I wanted to get to 450 followers for a certain client on a, by a certain day, I'm going to be logging into their account way more often and you know, trying to, to reach those numbers. And I like that planner you do. <laughs> How did that work? And so that's honestly why people end up hiring us because they start to do it themselves. They think, well, it's funny because some people are like, I cannot afford to pay that. And other people are like, that's all you're charging. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see Anthony so being like that. At, but um, <laughs> people will start doing it on their own, but then they realize they're not getting anywhere. And then we take over their account and they're like, how did you get 200 followers? And in one week, it took me six months to get 100 followers, you know, because all they were doing was posting. They weren't doing anything else. And, um, we have one girl, so I, I always try to play to people's strengths. So um, my my freelancer that has a graphic design background, I use her a lot for people who just purchase the mock-ups and things like that. And um, I have a person, a couple people that are really, really strong in Instagram. So I give, you know, try to give them more Instagram. And we train each other. We have a secret group that we train each other. But um, I have one freelancer. She happens to be also my best friend, uh, one of my best Aww. friends. Um, <clears throat> she lives out in LA and she plays around with the times and she's really, really good at this. And she plays around with the times until she figures out the exact right time of the day to, to post. And the Instagram insights we find out are not always 100% accurate. Well, it's telling you when they're online, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's when they're going to be necessarily engaging with you. Um, so she plays around with it on her own, independent of what Instagram's telling her and finds the right times of the day. And it, it boosts people's followers like crazy. Just, just figuring out what time of day, you know, your audience is online. Some people are on in the morning, some people are on during the day. Um, this account that I'm thinking of in my head right now that she really, <clears throat> really helped them was a mom count. And we figured out that moms are on Instagram after their kids go to bed. So they don't get on, they don't get to have that me time until like nine o'clock at night. So that's so um, cool. And so fun. I think yeah. like, I love like just finding revealing yeah. pieces of data like that, that okay. you can act on. And you would love the, um, the hashtags then because the, just like keywords. Um, well, you know, actually it's not, it's not just like keywords because, um, certain combinations of hashtags work better than others, regardless of the keywords. But, um you have to have a balance between like really really popular keywords and less popular keyword or uh, hashtags because if you're if you just put like okay love people will put out these lists top 20 hashtags on instagram and they're really generic words like love or quote or whatever yeah, yeah there's so many people using that hashtag that the chances of you 
someone seeing your post is like second to none. You have to go after the hashtags that only have like a couple thousand people posting a day rather than like a million people posting a day. And so, probably as niched down as you possibly can. Yeah. Also balancing at least having some uh, potential for getting views. Right. <laughs> and on the and you know on the flip side, not just being a part of that community, especially if it's one that maybe you weren't really that involved with, but you knew that t-shirts were going to sell. So you kind of inserted yourself in there, did the research, all that stuff. Once you get into the Instagram community for it, you're going to find out, you know, insider terms that they use, insider jokes that they use, things like that, that you can turn around and make t-shirts for that you would have never thought of before with just kind of a top level research of the niche. Mm. When you actually start meeting and talking to the people on a daily basis who are interested in that hobby or that profession. Um, I've gotten tons of t-shirt ideas and I, we give our clients all the time. We're like, look at this, you know, we like send them stuff. And I was just going to say, or, I'm like, <laughs> or like you see a quote, you're like, like I just did it. I just did a quick search on merchant former and I've never, I don't see a lot of shirts for this, you know, Oh, that's awesome. So, um, but people can look through that and get so many ideas. So how does it work exactly? Like, it, so let's say I have a niche with, I don't know, 40 shirts or something. And I'm like, can you guys help me do an Instagram account and Pinterest account? How would that work? Like, do you guys so, find the stuff or do we find the stuff or? So we find the stuff um, and we do the mock-ups. Um, Pinterest and Instagram have different sizes that work mm -hmm. best for them. Obviously, Instagram is the square. And Pinterest, though, likes the vertical, um, kind of like a bookmark-shaped pins better. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so we actually do make completely different mock-ups for the two different sites. Okay. Um, and we have a couple different ways. A really popular one is the one where you make it look like a flat lay with um, mm -hmm. jeans and shoes and all that stuff. Uh, you did those for um, me. Those were awesome. <laughs> And we just recreate those digitally, actually. And uh -huh. um, between me and this other girl that um, has a graphic design background, we can um, make them look fairly realistic. Um, but or there'll be some more magazine editorial, you know, ones more look like an advertisement that say things like "click me" or "buy here," "add to cart," things like that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Well, if you had a few strategies for mm -hmm. everyone watching, for like you know, always have a button on it or something that says shop. Now, I, you know, I don't know. So a couple of the things I use besides, so the outfit ones like get people's attention just because a lot of people are on there looking for fashion and outfit ideas. And then the other ones that we do, um, yeah, I've, I've gone through and found some graphics that's like the Pinterest logo and you can circle it and say, pin this now, buy later, or buy now, or add to cart. Um, cool. Little things That's like awesome. That. Put it right on the pin, because once they click on the pin, that sends them to the link for the, you know, what it's linked to. So um, getting them to click on the pin instead of just saving it for later um, is, is pretty big. Because you'll see people, will, a lot of people will save it, you know, it just kind of goes views, yeah pins saves or whatever and then you know people who actually purchase it on the on the lowest tier you know right so the more people you can get to view it and save it the better but what you really want is for them to actually click on it so that they end up going to your link and can buy because people impulse buy mm -hmm. 
I, I would love to see what statistics are on how how much uh, impulse buying has gone. I'm like their target market. Like, no, me too. I can't make anything myself, especially on Pinterest. So like if I'm cruising through there, and especially if the lid works, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And if it's like a t-shirt or a bracelet or whatever, and I click on it and it takes, I mean, chances are I'm going to buy it. You know, <laughs> I don't think about it. Like I just go. But yeah, if I'm just going to save it for later, there's no link or I have to go look it up. I'm going to be like, oh, I'll do that later. And, yeah. and you don't do it later. You never go back. <laughs> um, oh, so to get back to what um, Helen was asking about. So what we do is <clears throat> pinch, both Pinterest and Instagram do not have admin access. So we actually need your logon information. Okay. Um, but we've had, you know, we've done deal with hundreds of clients and we've never had a issue or security problem. Um, oh, also the only person that I have employed with me that does print on demand is me. <laughs> okay. So I specifically ask people if they're doing it or I ask them if they decide to do it to tell me just so I can keep an eye on what they're doing. Just mostly I hire people I know, so it's not a problem, but you know, the last thing we want is to hire somebody who is going to take people's ideas, you know, and right. them on their own thing. So, um, and that's one question I get asked a lot. So I thought I'd mention that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the main person that that does do print on demand, um, you know, like as a job or whatever is me. Um, but so we, we get the information for your account for Pinterest and Instagram both. We source the the shared material. We make sure that we're using things that we think is going to get the most interest. We um, do the hashtag research. We do, you know, all of that. So mostly people just need to provide us with their logon information and then the links to their shirts. And it doesn't have to be on Amazon. It could be on Etsy and Redbubble and all those other places. Um, and what we will usually, this is just my personal preference but what I normally do is have people set up um, a person or not well a personal account just sign up for a regular Instagram account mm -hmm. and we'll grow that to 300 or 500 followers first before we flip it over to a business account mm -hmm. um, only because it seems like the initial followers don't grow as fast if you're a business account but at some point it stops mattering, but it seems like at the very beginning, if I've started account as a business account from the start, it takes months to get to 500. And I've started personal accounts that I was able to get to 500 within one month or less. So I think it, <clears throat> I think it doesn't penalize you as, or, you know, it, yeah. it, it doesn't try to hide your posts as much when you're a personal account. So we kind of started out as the personal once we get between 300 and 500 followers, we do the, um, if they're interested, we do the work to get them set up for the product tagging. And then that's when it switches over to a, a business uh, account. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm starting two brands this year. That's sounding really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you'll be starting two Instagram accounts too, Helen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And Instagram is great because so you've got your feed, you've got your posts that you uh -huh. want to make sure they look perfect and all that. But then you've got the stories. Uh huh. Um, okay. And the story goes over my head. I mean, yeah. I understand it, but I. Uh -huh. Which, so the, can you can you also, uh -huh. Deanna, when you get into the stories, the highlights versus the stories? 
right? Is yep. one of them gets pushed to the other. I'll let you explain it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, the, the, the highlights is uh, the highlights plus the product tagging together is like a game changer for marketing your, your print on demand or just e-commerce stuff in general. So this posts, you know, people tend to like it when you only post one or two posts to your actual feed per day. If you're spamming them with like 10 photos a day, it seems like the, the engagement goes down instead of up. But stories, people love stories and they're only visible for 24 hours. So they don't have to be as perfect. They don't have to be as unbrand. A lot of times I post random t-shirts to my stories on that one uh, large Instagram account I have just because it doesn't matter if it doesn't fit my um, theme 100% because it's gonna disappear. But, um, and you can do videos, you can add cool, GIFs and all sorts of sound and all sorts of things to your um, story. So you can also add your product um, tags. So I can print uh, or post a shirt with a product tag. It'll disappear within 24 hours. So I'm looking for those impulse buyers. But then they came out with a highlight reel. And this has only been in the last year. Um, not even exactly how long it's been around, but it's a very short, relatively short amount of time. But you can create a bunch of highlight highlight reels. I'm not sure what the limit is. I haven't reached it yet, but I've, you know, I try to stick to as many that will fit on the the page, so they don't have to scroll that far. But um, you can do you can do more. So if you have a highlight tag that's just for your t-shirts, every time you post a story that has a product tag on it that you want to keep for more than 24 hours you can add it to that highlight reel and it won't disappear. It'll, it'll be always be available on the highlight reel and you can separate it. Um, so you could put t-shirts on one mugs on one tank tops on one, whatever it is that you have. Um, so that's almost like your Instagram store because now they have product tags on them that will take them directly to the link. So, and you know, I think merch, wizard um if you feel like purchasing it <laughs> mm -hmm. i highly recommend it but i it helps me because if you ever do have a t-shirt that you take down for some reason maybe somebody got a trademark on it or it never sold so you got rid of it i would never remember where i posted it did i have this in my facebook shop did i have it on my highlight or like now i can use that add an extra column and i can keep track of that um, because the more you are advertising, yeah, you do have to kind of remember to go back and get rid of dead links because people don't like that. Yeah. They, they don't want to click on it and it not to go anywhere. So um, just, I would keep that in mind. But other than that, the highlight reel plus the product tagging combined on Instagram has been huge. And that's where I've gotten people will message me and say, oh, I just went through your all your thrifting shirts on Instagram and I bought two of them. And, that's when I get messages like that. So, you know, people see one or they go to your profile. The highlights is right up there in the front. It's like one of the first things your eye is drawn to when you see someone's profile page. So, And in order to use the highlight reel, it has to be something from your story. Yeah. It can't just be something that you've just posted. Right. Okay, yeah. cool. Post this for stories. But yeah, you I've been curious about those for the longest time because I've seen them on other sites and are on other Instas and it's like, wow, that's really cool. And then I kind of see where it's on mine, but I'm like, I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. It does have different things. So some people will have like 
their blog posts on one or, you know, or just if it's, if, if they're the brands, you know, it could be highlights from their travel, highlights from their convention, their, you know, you can do so many things with the highlights. Um, and they're adding more and more things you can add to the stories. We, we have a quite a few little paid accounts to things um, uh, from online graphic making programs to apps. You know, if I find an app, if it's even if it's a paid app, if it like really adds value to my business, then all the people that work for me that do Instagram, I buy the app for all of them. <laughs> and then we do and we do trainings and stuff. So we just got a new one called let me tell you what it's called so you can get it if you want it. <laughs> It's called Werble, W-E-R-B-L-E, Werble. And it, cool. it, lets you, it lets you add little animations to your photographs and turns it into a little video. So which cool. works. I've seen a couple different ones like that. I've been having fun with those. And it's cute on the posts, but it's really, really comes out good on the stories. Because okay. cool. the video on the story. So you'll have like, a person wearing your shirt with the, but then the sunglasses have like a little thing that goes across like the reflection you know is going across and um little That's things cool. like that so um dia i have sorry one more question helen that's fine that's fine <laughs> um and i know that this is like on the newer side and so i've only been playing around with it and of course pulling my hair out trying to trying to figure out how to leverage it and that was IGTV. So the first thing that I figured mm -hmm. out was you got to hold your camera <laughs> vertically yeah. or it's not taking the video and it has to be under 10 minutes. Yeah. it's So I've been keeping an eye on the Instagram TV. I think I made like one post on my one account. Um, I don't see it catching on that quickly. I Maybe it will eventually. But I saw a lot of people do it, like they, they did one or two videos when it first came out, and then it just kind of like went away, like hardly okay. was talking about it. So I've just kind of been keeping it on my radar, but I haven't been playing around with it that much because it didn't seem like, and you have to download a separate app, and it's really, it's confusing. I think people are, you know, are confused by. Well, I'm glad that you said that because I'm, I was looking at the results of a couple of just test videos I put out there that were a few minutes that I thought were really impressive videos for the niche that I took myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, the number of views compared to like, say a typical post or something was really like kind of abysmal. I don't know, it wasn't that great. So yeah. I mean, I figured out maybe I wasn't doing it right or maybe right. it just had taken off, I don't know. <laughs> And I found on videos too, like if you don't, if you post a video and it doesn't get a lot of likes, don't, I wouldn't worry about that because for some reason when people watch the video, they forget to press the like button because you'll see it'll have like 600 views. So people watched it for at least a few seconds so that it counted it as a watch, but they didn't hit the like button. So, um, I, yeah, I think people, when they watch the video, they forget about tapping yeah, that's it. True. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've noticed that too. And then in the stories, um, you know why I don't really get the Instagram TV thing um, unless they add a lot more features or whatnot to it is that stories you already can do the videos in the stories and they used to be like 10 seconds long 
but now you can film the whole video in one stream and it will just chop it up into 10 and stick them all on there for you. Well, that might be how I ended up on IGTV then because I was <laughs> probably trying to post a video. Next thing I know, I had agreed to IGTV. Oh, and you had to, to take a video and put it into a program that chopped it up into 10 seconds. Then you had to post them in order. Like It was crazy. So I'm so glad that they don't do that anymore. Now you just upload your video, it cuts it into segments for you and posts it in, um, yeah, the old way was terrible, but. <laughs> cool. Wow, so much to learn, and, and sorry about the chat, guys, and then somebody said, um, everyone's so quiet in the chat because we're writing everything down, Emily said that, and I'm Lots like, I'm glad, I'm glad the chat was quiet because I kept forgetting yep. to look over there because I was so intrigued with what you were saying. Yeah, well, I scanned through, and there are a lot of a lot of people who are just super excited about all of the gold nuggets that you dropped. Like just, everyone's just saying, "Oh my gosh, this is this is great!" I'm writing stuff down over here. So <laughs> I'm there, I'm like, man, I'm gonna log off. I'm gonna have to create like three Instagram accounts. I know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, or I do have it's gonna have to create. <laughs> I do have a for people that do want to do it themselves. I do. I. I made like a six or seven video um, course about Instagram and put it in my group. So when Helen adds the links, I think I gave you my group. Um, yes, yeah, you gave me everything and it was yeah. all in the video perfect. <laughs> and then I forgot to do it this time. Yeah. So there are, there in fact, I think there's even a video in there about the product tagging. So if you wow. like it too fast, you can just um, go join the group and it's got all those videos are just in there. You don't have to sign up for anything or, or do anything they're just there <laughs> awesome. well, i know i'm in the group i love your group i need to watch those videos tonight yeah i'm in the group too <laughs> yeah now that i changed well, it to, i need to get over there <laughs> yeah now that i changed it to just focusing on social media i'm going to put a lot more content on there it was kind of bouncing awesome that's like, what i wanted it to be for a while but yeah that's Ooh. that's perfect and so relevant to this community and then beyond that even so very exciting and a lot of people in the community are starting to build brands and go on etsy and things like yeah. that and it's becoming more and more important to have a social media presence because before we were all just relying on organic traffic but now it's like okay we gotta and <laughs> up our too, game right? a little bit. We, we were spoiled really yeah when you and think not about many it. of us oh yeah and then not many of us really understand marketing in general this is a really Good introduction even into that yeah. with with social media and how to make that work for you this is very exciting yeah and we have one question in the chat i, I don't want to skip over um it says does it matter if you just use one hashtag or fill your entire pinstagram post full of hashtags and then add more hashtags as comments <laughs> and hashtag the hashtag hashtag the hashtag i love that because you see the wide range some people do like a million some people do a few what do you yeah. think so um it, it changes all the time so part of the the magic that you have to do to to make instagram work is you have to constantly change with it and you have to notice when it changes um because not too long ago you could put 30 your limit was 30 you could put 30 hashtags in there you could then put more hashtags in the comments and you would get more you would get more views now i find that if i use like 10 instead of 30 a good researched 10 i actually get more reach than if i put in 30. 
So, um, and I, my only, the only thing I can think of is that their algorithm has changed such that they think that people that use all 30 are obviously a business or spamming with keywords that don't relate. So they automatically maybe don't give that post as much reach as another one. And how can you tell your reach? Like, is there, um, analytics somewhere or you can just tell by the number of likes and stuff? Um, you, yeah, you can just tell by the number of likes. There's a Amazon or uh, Instagram has some analytics, um, but they're not that great. Okay. Um, it doesn't give you that much um, much information. One of the ways um, that I notice how far my reach is is if you click on the number of people who have liked your photos, it brings them up as a list, and you can see how many of them um, are following you. And oh, okay. a lot of times I'll notice that you know, um, say it's got a hundred likes, and I look at them. And like only 30 of those likes came from people that were following me. That means all the rest of those people found it through hashtags. Nice. That's good to know. Okay. And then I think he had said about Pinterest. Oh, he said Pinstagram. <laughs> find it. My husband always does that. He always like combines all the like just yeah. this is a joke. And Instagram, by the way, is there. I don't know how fast they're going to roll it out or whatever, but they have had several articles from people that work at Instagram that said they were working on a way to hide the hashtags so oh, that okay. you, know, you could actually put it. So that way, instead of having a block of hashtags, yeah, they would be a place for you to post the hashtags, but they wouldn't actually show up on your. Okay. You know, that, that actually brings me to this question. Does it make sense where you put your hashtags? Like, should you put it um, on Instagram where you post? the description of whatever you're sharing or to just go ahead and write something like, Oh, check out this funny cat sitting on a, on a log. Right. And then instead of using all the hashtags right there, you go into the comments and start putting cat log, whatever. Yeah. Does it I, matter? I, I don't, I'm, I think the hashtags in the comments do work. So um, whether or not it gets weighed differently, whether it's in the post or the comments, I don't know. Um, one reason people were doing it in the comments was just because they didn't want the, that block of text. Yeah. Um, but there's other things you can use. Um, you know, you can use the return key and just make a bunch of space in between what you're posting and, and the block. I noticed a lot of people did that. Yeah, and and things like that. So, or a little emoji on each line, and then your um, your your block of. <laughs> and if you're not using 30, it doesn't look as bad either. And I'm and I'm telling you, I've done some a bunch of testing, and my posts that have less than 30 actually get more more likes and comments. Um, <clears throat> and then on Pinterest, they only turned on the hashtags so that they're actually clickable within the last one or two years. So they weren't using them before. So um, I'm not sure there's an ex exact limit, but you know, we've been going on the conservative side and just doing like around three. Um, you can definitely do more. Um, I wouldn't put more than seven or eight um, yeah. on Pinterest. And um, not, they don't provide anything in the analytics that shows you if people are, are clicking on the hashtag. Yeah, it was hard for me to tell if it was worth it or not. I didn't. Yeah, I, I really, really was on both Instagram and Pinterest. I wish that they would put that into the analytics. You, you know, they have the data. I wish they'd share it with us. But yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, that was. I can't believe we're already like 15 minutes over. I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> I got like I've got 10 million other questions to ask you. <laughs> 
Well, okay. it was great. Go away. You can direct message me anytime. <laughs> it's a great, uh, great chat tonight. Yeah, sure. this has been mind blowing. Like uh, so much really good information. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, and everybody definitely. I'll um, I'll link it right after, and I'll post in the Facebook group um, all the links and everything. Definitely follow her group, and um, lot we'll learn so much from you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. So. All right. Well, everybody saying great show. Thank you everybody for watching tonight. And thank you so much, Deanna. It was so great to finally get to meet you and talk to you. And yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks everybody. We'll see you next Monday. Well, guys. All right. Bye.